Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry? Who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. Hey guys, so I had a question on one of my Instagram posts and it got me thinking. So it was a post talking about how there was a time when I feel I had, I thought about work, it was on my mind all of the time, like the salon stuff, getting back to people, uh, whose hair I needed to do, who had what going on. And I felt like I could not honestly live my own life. And someone you know, a lot of people related to it, but someone wrote, um, how did you change that? And I, I honestly, I still, right now, it's been like eating at me that I haven't responded, but I wanted to think about it more. And having thought about it, I had kind of reflected back on what had been happening in my life uh, when I made this shift. So, you know, I find that like a lot of times when we want to do something else or when we're like, I can't keep doing hair. It's the way we're doing it that we can't keep doing it, that it's not that we need to go and get a job at Starbucks unless that's what we want to do. But that's the job I thought of if I had to switch. And one major shift for me, and I can kind of share with you guys what happened was I I felt like I had followed the path of a successful hairstylist. I had um, gone to the right school you know, I'd gone to Edaveda and I'd gone to the right salon to get my apprenticeship. And then I got on the floor and I was 100% focused on it. And I had done everything right. And I, I had the business partnership and I had, you know, like, you know, I had the business and I had the marriage and I had it all. But I really realized that I didn't really, I was going through the motions and I thought I was doing it right because I didn't know it could feel any different. And you know, the big gift and all of it kind of blowing up, the partnership ending, realizing like, oh my gosh, I don't have this soul, like life-giving marriage that I thought I had, was this beautiful gift in the mess of it all, which was this, this huge like awakening of like, at the end of my life, it won't matter that I, it won't matter that that person's hair was colored and that I missed out on living my life. It won't, like that person's hair will not have the significance that I was giving it. And so for me, the the thing I came up with when I was just, you know, thinking about this and like, what would be my answer? It was the significance I felt and the insignificance at the same time. Because I feel now I have this, really, I feel like, I feel like I'm so insignificant in the grand scheme of the world. Like the life will go on without me. Like I, I used to believe that people like, what would they do if I didn't do their hair? Like, I think I thought the world would end. And, um, I think just realizing like how insignificant I am in the, in the world and the grand scheme of things and how life would go on without me and does and will, 
uh, kind of freed me up as well as the significance I feel of the work that I do. It's like, it's significant. It matters what we're doing. It matters that like we like touch people's hair and hearts and what I do matters. But it's like, I think it's just the tension of the two of them that have allowed me to be able to shut work off because I recognize in certain moments the significance of it. And in other moments, I recognize the insignificance. And I don't know if that makes any sense to you guys, but for me, that's just like been the thing that has given me the ability to live more and to take the time I'm taking. And, you know, like when I'm on a trip, being there, being all there and being looking at nature and not on my phone, trying to reschedule someone. And um, so much I feel of my inability to stay in the moment and to be present uh, stem from my own lack of self-worth and my, my ego. And, you know, like when we go back to the significance and the insignificance, it's like when I was kind of more, had more of an ego, which is like, you know, what a lot of people say is fear. Your ego is like your fear, you know, being represented, you know, in you. And I think I was afraid of what would happen if I loosened the reins a little bit. And I think, like I said, in, in everything kind of crashing down, I realized that I kind of was never in control and I kind of never, I didn't, I never really had it all together like I thought I did. I think I was giving myself the illusion by, in the certainty that we, I, so much of us crave by, by being on all the time and I don't know. I think uh, it's just rewiring your belief system that like your business doesn't need you to run all the time. And, you know, there were definitely little incremental shifts that I had to make where like, okay, if someone wants to reschedule, it's emailing them the link instead of going back and forth, back and forth. And I was listening to a podcast recently that's talked about every time we looked at our, we look at our phones or any, and I would say like, this is so relevant to checking up for our appointments and schedules. Every time we do that, we drain ourselves a little bit of our bandwidth for like creativity for all the other things we want to do. And if that's true, um, it would make sense because I didn't have energy. And I feel like every little email interaction, every little tit for tat, like, okay, well, would, would 115 work instead of one? Like, I just I could have just emailed them my scheduling link because it has all my up-to-date availability. So those little shifts um, made a difference in my just my mental health because in my energy and my ability to just be present in the moment because I wasn't constantly taking myself out of it. And when I took myself out of it, I wasn't I was draining my energy more. So then I come back to the moment and I don't have the energy to give the moment because I spent it. It's like uh, you know, I remember someone telling me one time, like, what's interesting about you is you kind of have like a finite amount of energy and like you, you kind of know where you're going to put it throughout the day. And, um, when you, when you hit that wall, you've hit it. And I don't know if that's true or not. It's an interesting concept. Um, but I do think that, you know, we aren't energizer bunnies. Like we have to do things to recharge. And, you know, I think you know, all of the little things make a difference in the long run. Um, I think even having a baby helped me to be able to shut my work off because they are such a lesson in 
and being present and they need you so much in the beginning that you really do have to have your shit together. And um, I was thinking about it yesterday. I was in the salon. I was like, how come when I'm in the salon and I have an hour and a half between clients, let's say someone cancels, um, why does that hour and a half feel like it goes on and on and on? And I think it's because we block that, like it's a block of time. And I think sometimes, you know, that I don't think I subscribe to like, you know, block, blocking out my schedule all the time. But I have found that now because of childcare and figuring it out, like I do have chunks of time where I can get stuff done. And, you know, it's like find someone who's busy, they'll help you. And I think that having, you know, two hours here and two hours there and going, okay, I have to record episodes. I have to make content. I have to get this done. Like I'm going to give everything in 45 minutes and boom, shakalaka. That's all I've got time for. Um, and then I have to shut it down. And I think, uh, one, one other thing I think when we're dealing with clients and not wanting people to think we're flaky, I think so many of us get our sense of worth from being like, wow, you got back to me right away. I know I did. Um, it's sitting with the tension. You know, I think so much of life is learning to sit with the tension and the discomfort of, of the, of, of things being in flux. Right. So it's like, okay, I am not going to be able to get back to that person until after the weekend. I used to have an inability to sit with the discomfort that would come from that person having to wait for me. Yeah. And I, I think it's very interesting when we really like zoom out and go, what's coming up for me that I'm so anxious or like, I'll even catch myself with it now. Like when I'm doing something with my husband, he'll be like, we don't have to get back to that person. I'm like, what would you, what, 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 what do you want to say? And he's like, I'm not going to get back to them right now. And I'm like, but they emailed us, but they, they want to know what we're going to do. And it's like, oh my God, I don't, I don't owe people an instant response. And uh, I don't know. It's just, again, it's like learning to sit with the, that discomfort of like, that person's going to have to wait. And like taking, I think it kind of comes back to taking up space and being okay. And also creating businesses that work for our lives. It's so easy because I've done it to create a business that, you know, people start being like, well, you have to work all the time because you're getting your business off the ground. People start telling you what it's going to be. Well, I mean, you need to get a bigger sign. You need to, you need to do this. And you, I mean, you have to make sure this makes sense. So you, I mean, you need to be available and the people can come in and all these little, little, like, what is it? Kind of like, just like, I don't know, just like little, like, I don't know, just like microaggressions of like the business you're trying to create. And I know that it's so easy to be like, well, I mean, these people seem smart. I should be here all the time. And then I had to, I did it. I did that. But backtracking and going, wait, wait a minute. I, if I wanted to work all the time, I could have stayed at the really high end, nice commission salon I was at. And I could have kept doing what I was doing and I wouldn't have had all this responsibility. I didn't go out on my own to make sure that I could take care of every Pam, Sally, Joe, and Dan every day of the week. It's not why I did it. And I think getting clear on your why and setting it up so that it actually does help you to facilitate the life that you want, that you've, you've gone out of your way, you've created more work for yourself, make sure it's working for you. And it will involve letting those people down. But, you know, I've said this before, but Jamie Dana, when I was struggling with not working evenings, I said, 
you know, to her, I said, listen, Jamie, I've got about 12 people I see in the evenings. And she's like, okay. And I was like, really, because I'm consistent, they rebook, like it's only 12 people. And I said, I just, I, it's, I'm struggling with, with walking away from the evenings. And she said, well, don't you think it'd be a lot easier for 12 people to find someone else to do their hair than for the hairstylist to find some other career to, path to take? And I don't know if she worded it exactly like that, but it was like, what? She's like, it'd be so easy for 12 people to find someone that accommodates their schedule. It's no big deal. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we make it a big deal. We, we, we care so much about these people, but they don't know that it's, it's costing us. And you know, that's, I think, you know, to wrap this up and bring it full circle, how did I find a way to have my career not eat into all of my life and, you know, just kind of just, just like seep into everything. It was realizing that I, I wasn't going to get another, I don't get another shot at this life. And I think there's a way for it to work for all of us. And when I say for it to work for all of us, I mean like the person that's doing that that's in business, it's there's a way for it to work for you. And even those people that you're not doing nights for, even those people that, you know, don't like that you, they can't call you. You only do email all the things that like I've struggled. I've, I've had people have issues with they, there's a way for them to win. And, and in that case, it's to go to someone that has a, a phone number. It's to go to someone that works nights. And it's, I think, full circle moment here, having this aha moment with you now, I think it's not trying to be everything to everyone and figure out what it is you want from your life and setting it up to be, to honor that, not trying to be the vanilla version of, of a business so that every single person that comes in needs get met, but be who you be, be such a strong version of what you are that it attracts the right people and it sends the people that it's no longer for on their way. And that's just like weirdly energetically that that's what happens. So I hope that this shed a little bit light on, you know, how do you not have your work take over your life? Because so many of us, and here's the other thing, it's like being in recovery. You never you never stop doing the work. You never stop checking in with yourself and making like, it's not like you do this one time you set, you know, cause it's like it, you kind of fall back into old patterns and letting things slide. And it's, it's, you're constantly in recovery for it. So I hope you have an awesome day and I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Hey guys, I have a favor. If you enjoy she Makes Waves, the podcast, or you loved this episode in particular, can you head over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast so that we can get it in the ears of more people that need the information that we're sharing? It would mean the world to me. It uh, empowers me to keep going and every message I get from you guys means the world to me. Have a wave making day and I'll see you next week.